So, Rita, welcome to the show. Your stats are amazing. You've got two million audience huge on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, you've oh. recently won the Social Media Marketing Awards at yes. 2022. Oh um, and you're just huge. You've worked with Krispy Kremes, with Coke, with Cadbury, um, and you are the founder of the agency Lick Your Phone Media. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what an intro! <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the program. Thank you for having me. Yeah, look, I just um, want to basically kind of connect you guys. So we all know that Adrian has, you know, huge social media following, as do you. So you're kind of like circling in the same um, areas. How did you two connect? Social media. Yes. <laughs> so that was, I do you remember how we first met in well, we first oh, met oh, yes. at Nihal Bar? That's it? right. Yeah. Yes. That's the first time that we met. I am personally a fan of Adrian. I love content. <laughs> I love what he yeah, I just love his storytelling. I love his videos. So I'm always engaging um with everything that he posts. I don't remember after Nihal Bar had it. I don't remember. I think we ate. We hung out. We ate. Really? I was like, hey, I think, I think that's where I, I was like, hey, let's eat. Because since then, I felt like we have met quite often. Well, we talk a lot. Yeah, on, we do. Um, yeah, because we kind of have a bit of a working together kind of situation. Yeah. Like helping each other out kind of situation and whenever there are opportunities. So, yeah, that's how we started really. So, I think TikTok and Instagram started this. <laughs> started your friendship. Yeah. And it's incredible your journey, Rita. Basically, the night of, you know, 2015 in April, it all changed for you. And can you tell people listening how did it change and, and what happened? Wow, you've really done your research. <laughs> <laughs> so on the 3rd of April, 2015, I changed my personal um, Instagram account, Rita Agulian, to lick your phone because yep. I wanted to simply share places to eat. And I just started posting. Yep. At the time, videos didn't even exist. So it yep. was just images. And um, and essentially, that's how it started. So it started from a place of I wanted to share the places that I love to eat at. Is it, and isn't that incredible? Because your background is finance. And I know that in terms of finance, it didn't, like in terms of being academic, it didn't really come to you. You know, you were more like a very practical and hands-on person. Yes. So my, prior to finance, I was in hairdressing. So that mm -hmm. creative or people skills or just, I love people and I just, I did love hair. That was my yeah. first. Oh, first no wonder you always have amazing hair. <laughs> yes. I just got a nice fresh cut as well, but uh <laughs> very healthy hair at the moment, which is, um, anyway, we didn't talk about, we didn't, I didn't come in to talk about hair. <laughs> um, that's how it started. So it started from hairdressing and then I shifted career um, to finance. And as I was working the corporate world, I was posting. I was yeah. posting and then I really wanted to turn my love for social media um, mm. or I wanted to turn like your phone into a career I just didn't know how at that time. 
And I suppose this is what Adrian and I like love talking about. Every time we get together, we're always kind of talking about creators and then also people, how it kind of transforms your life. But we know that in certain niches, it transforms your life quite quickly than Mm. it does others. So, you know, for instance, we know that food and fashion, they do really well. Um, But if you kind of go all the way in to something specific, say, let's talk about petrol for your lawnmowers, it's a bit harder Mm. to kind of diversify and to get the sponsors. Um, Did you kind of find that along the way that it was difficult to make a dollar? 100%. Um, At one stage, we're we had 1.7 million followers and yes. we were earning a big fat donut because we didn't have a business sales strategy. So it yeah. doesn't matter how many followers you have. If you don't have structure, if you don't have your understanding of what it is that you're actually doing and how can you, no one teaches you to come, yeah. oh, be a creator. You just go out there and you do it because you love sharing what you're doing, but then you don't really know how to build a business from that or how to actually be sustainable as well you know it's like it's it's a big long hard journey really figuring that out yeah but you can't do it it's just you got to be committed to wanting to to get to success it's It's, not an easy road it's funny you said that because i think i'm uh, I'm quite blessed to know Rita at the level that I am at the time because or else I wouldn't have been able to monetize a lot of my content as much as what it is if I wouldn't have met and be kind of mentored by you, I felt like, right? Yeah. Um, or me and Josh, my, my manager. <laughs> my yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. honestly, I think the biggest thing that I take away from talking to Rita um, every time is the confidence. Like you just got to have the confidence to uh, like for yourself, like confidence of the things that you, you make think confidence of the time that you spend to actually say, nah, I'm not doing this for jack shit free. It gets to a point where, um, and it can also be frustrating, right? From a creator's perspective, it's like, I know my value. And, but trying to prove yourself to someone as well, it really comes down to, um, I don't like this word, but technically it is what it is, your sales structure. It's how you structure your sales and how you view a inquiry coming through. I view everything as a lead. Um, But I didn't, I was taught this. I chose to go and learn from others and, ask other business. I wanted to, I surrounded myself with like-minded business people, mm. even though they were in a different field. I used those skill sets and applied it to um, lick your phone to what it is today. Wow. Like that's incredible. And I suppose like when you're content creating, a lot of people kind of view it as the creative side of things. No one really thinks of it really like mm. as a business, but you kind of do have to like, do you kind of work backwards if, if there's anyone listening that's starting? Now, Rita, like, do you start thinking about what brand you can get to kind of make it sustainable? How, how would you kind of operate the model? It, it depends on how you want to structure the business as well. So I, uh, from a creator's perspective, so you've got an audience and you want to learn how to, you know, turn this into a business or a sustainable income. Um, so one revenue is that you can, I call it the sponsorships and the partnerships. Yeah. 
which is basically you are creating content in exchange for uh, money, right? Mm. So you need to be continuously doing that, hustling and always getting sales. And um, I don't don't find that sustainable. Personally, it's not, I don't enjoy that part of the business structure, but that is one way of doing it. So sponsorships. Um, The second way is you can either... Um, and this is what we do, use your skill sets to then do the marketing for other businesses. So we're an actual marketing, eight hospitality marketing agency. So we do the marketing, social media marketing for specifically restaurants only. So we really niche down, but we're really good at what we're doing. So we know how to like dominate that field. The next business model is you can um, have a product or a, an e-com business where now just because you're like, oh, let me go to Alibaba and then let me resell it. Like people pick up on stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just, just ask yourself, um, is this product re- like, would I even buy this product? Like I've done the e-commerce. So before I got into the marketing agency, I went into the e-commerce side of business and I thought I was, you know, I thought I was going to kill it. And um, I was learning about, oh, minimum viable product. I was like, what does that even mean? Oh, this is so hard. Dude, just honestly ask yourself the question, would you buy this? And you don't need to buy heaps of product up front. What you can do is you just buy one product Mm. and or one, literally like 10, 10 max and then you do a pre-sale and then you start advertising it through your own content creation. So that's so you're not putting yourself out of pocket by a lot because that's what I do. Yeah. And then what other ways are there? Oh, education, the academy, which is another route that we're going down. So with yeah. mentoring, um, which I genuinely love, so mm. that's why I want to go down that um, path. And plus, it's also a very healthy business model. You can create one product, which is a course, and then sell it over and over and over again. Like, such a smart business model. Yes. Those are the the different models that I view um, are profitable from a creator's perspective. I think the bit that you were saying just now, I had in mind, right? Like I did pretty much the first one that you say, <laughs> you know, yes. I'm currently on that journey, right? Yeah. And I I can't see myself having the capacity to ever doing the other three, right? But then I oh, think... And what, it, there's your time. You're selling your time, right? Yeah. Mm. You only have so much time in a day. That's what I was going to say. Like, how can you scale when you're the one creating the content? I'm like, this is just not enough money for my time. Yeah, Mm. exactly. But no, I was just saying that for the second part, which is what you are doing, which is being a marketing agency, I think it requires a vision, like such as yourself. Like, you know, you have the vision, you have the capacity to actually be a people manager and manage people, like, you know, to do stuff. Like, you know, oh it is like, you know, how many employees do you have now? Like you, you've got like six, seven, eight. Something like no, that. I think we're at 12 or 13. 12, 13. There I, have you go. Oh, I have to count. I have to count. And also because we're hiring and um, right. Like as we speak, we're hiring mm-hmm. and um, like, but, you know, like this morning I was up, my alarm went off at um, 3 a.m. So I'm up, like, 
I really need... That's what female CEO, that's female and male CEOs in, of the world. <laughs> like they, yeah. they're up and early. And that's the part that you don't see. You think like, this is easy. This is not, like the agency side, is. it's not easy. You're, again, mm-hmm. you're trading your time for money because there's only so much time I can have. That's why I need to hire more people. But then the more money you earn, the more salaries you have to pay. So it's like, man, why am I doing this? But I do it because I love it. That's why I do it. Yes. And like, tell us, um, Rita, do you kind of have um, creators that you work with and then big companies that you work with that go hand in hand? Is that kind of how it works where you pair the creator with the agency or do you work exclusively with the agency and developing their social media content? I didn't really understand the question exactly. So I just want to make sure that I Understand. So are you talking from a creator's perspective or from the agency's perspective? No, just from your perspective. So yeah, what you do day to day, do you deal with creators as well as agencies or do you purely deal with just agencies? I think pretty much directly work with companies, not the agency or a restaurant. We we work with all. So we work with PR agencies. So we're not exclusive with anyone. We work with everyone. Everyone is a partner, not a competitor. So Mm. we work with PR agencies. We also work with restaurant, um, like restaurant owners directly. Mm -hmm. And then personally, I'm always dealing with like, you know, staff. And then, um, and then I've got the staff who then deal with the content creators. Right, right. And like with, you know, an operation like that, you must see a bit of pattern recognition in terms of the creators. Like, do you see, like, when you spot someone, can you tell, you know, even if they're like a few hundred K in that they're going to blow up or you can never really tell? And is there kind of a few ingredients, like three personality traits that will define, I guess, everyone from the rest? Oh, that's a really, really good question. So previously I wouldn't look at someone and go, yep, I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't looking for who I feel like is going to blow up. But what I am finding now that I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I'm seeing it. And what I do find that they have their own unique style, right? Yeah. And um, they can tell an engaging story. So it's not just about the content. It's actually about the story that they're telling. And what I find that it depends, are they on TikTok and then are they posting it on Instagram? It's much harder to grow on Instagram organically than Mm -hmm. TikTok. What you'll start learning as if you're from a content perspective, like content creators perspective, the content that may or is going to do well on TikTok there's such different demographics. Like you genuinely, you think that it's going to go really well on TikTok, but it goes gangbusters on Instagram and then it's gone haywire on TikTok because it's just the audiences are are different. Mm. So the short answer is you really, I think it comes down to skill sets and I think it comes down to knowledge. (laughs) knowledge gut feeling and because i've been doing this for such a long time yes i can now pick them um however i don't go out there looking for picking them i just have to go do i like it am i enjoying this and then i'll just go yeah i want to follow this person's journey and then if i'm really loving it then i want to work with them and Mm. hey look at that adrian and i working together (laughs) because i love i love what he does it's a bit difficult to actually quantify, quantify is not the right way, but to actually specify as to like what 
what that um, what that personality is that 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 Julie was asking. It's almost literally like the vibe, like you know this this thing, this algorithm and the vibe is like these two things, right? Like you know, is the vibe. People are you vibing with it? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, because you have a very specific, unique style to you and it's very relatable. But then, you know, you find someone else you're like, I really like their style, but it's so different. Like, we're, I'm sitting there analysing how they're cutting every bit of content. Like, is it long form? Is it short form? And I don't mean like the whole clip. I'm talking about the actual individual clips within clips. the clip. Yeah. Is it a automatic template? Is it, um, is it yes. a like, like this, every thing that you can think of, I'm yeah. analyzing it and you cannot pick it. What I can pick is, are people sharing it with their mates? Like the actual algorithm just yeah. in both TikTok and Instagram, they look at and they want to do one thing. They want to keep you on these apps. So they're going to serve you content that, that are going to keep you on the app and mm. then share it with their friends. And then get them to comment. So the more engage, when I say engagement, the more people are interacting, the more people it's going to serve it to. Because what does it do? Keeping Keeps them on the app. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how you cut up the video. It doesn't matter how you do it. You can have just one simple video of no edits, and it mm. can block because it was entertaining. So it's what the content is, and is it relatable? No, that's, that's very true, the bit that you were saying about um, some people just use a template. And a lot of um, those content creators that are used to photos only use template because I guess they're not accustomed editing videos. Yeah. And that is much harder to blow up than if you actually tailor specifically and make edit videos and voiceover and caption rather than just templating. The less editing there is, to be honest, I find that it performs better. The more organic, and when I say organic, the more real it is. The The situation is on the clip. Yeah. Yeah. The bit more like... The seagull eating on your... Exactly. Where it got like, you know... She's got one clip video. Yeah. seagull eating. Yeah. And And the the girl's like... And, but the caption was witty. It's like, you know, got attacked by a thief, but I was talking about a seagull. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the seagull, you know, attacked our food. But it, you know, it got it. I was like, whoa. I, did that perform I, I, well? On, oh, you never uploaded it on Instagram, did you? I don't think so. No. Oh, because I reckon that we would. do a flashback. <laughs> that would blow up. You should post that tomorrow. <laughs> Adrian told me to do this. <laughs> um, And so a reason like in terms of trends and what you see, like spotting trends, like the platforms that will do well in the next kind of six to 18 months, where do you see that? Currently where I, um, the platforms that are currently doing well, well, there's this new app called Be Real and that's a social media app and I did my research and because that's what a true lover of social media marketing does. <laughs> I was like, how do we turn this into a business opportunity or how do we turn this into a marketing campaign? So Be Real has, um, so I think that's here to stay within the younger generation. Mm-hmm. However, it's extremely different to how Instagram and Facebook works and it's also not monetized, right? Um, but does that mean that a business or a person has opportunity to grow? I personally don't use it, but I know that heaps of people are using it. So imagine mm-hmm. if you had, so from 
I don't know, if you're a celebrity or if you've got TikTok or if you've got, so people want to know you in that real moment, like what you're up to, could you grow an audience there? If you had a business, let's say you're an e-com business or if you had any business, doesn't matter. Like what is you, what is your staff doing? Can your staff promote you? Can you give out a discount, discount code or some like, hey, free coffee for everyone just comes in after two o'clock. How do I get people to get you more, to be seen by more people? Mm-hmm. Um, so be real is the first one that came to mind out of the social media platforms. Um, I genuinely think Instagram is here for the next 18 months to stay. Like I don't see it going anywhere Yeah. and TikTok will continue to grow, but I do like true social media platforms. I do think that the organic reach TikTok will die down just like Instagram did. Instagram Mm -hmm. did you know how they changed the algorithm yeah. and then it was much harder to grow. I think that those days will come because at the end of the day, these guys are in it it's, for money. I think it's already in, in that in stage. <laughs> yeah. But it's not effectively official or yeah. it's not, you got to pay to play on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. I think that it's still, it's still organic. With, I think there's just more users with TikTok now. Yeah. Which means that it's harder to get your content blown up, but the pay to play I think will happen. Maybe just not in the next twelve months, I think. Yeah. Mm. So be real. And what are your thoughts on like YouTube? Because YouTube is like the OG of the OG and we know a lot of creators make a lot of money from there. Like it's really a sustainable uh, thing for these creators. You know, there's always stories of, you know, they start a few years out and they're just absolutely running with it. What what do you make of YouTube and do you treat it like a different beast as opposed to TikTok or Instagram? It depends on, um, so we personally don't use it. And mm. again, that's like, you've got to think of, is my audience hanging yes. out there? Um, like I'm personally not hanging out on YouTube. So yeah. therefore is my audience. So you, regardless as a creator or wherever, it, whoever you are, whatever business or however you're wanting to make money through the power of social media, you got to ask yourself, where is my customer? Where is my paying customer hanging out? Right. Yeah. So for us, it's definitely on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, some LinkedIn, Google, so we therefore we use Google, Google My Business. So there's all these playgrounds. It's like I'm going to choose which playground I'm going to hang out. So yeah. how that works is you first get your piece of content, long form, whatever it is, and then you've got to chop it up. You've got to edit it a couple of times so that it fits in specifically to that platform and then regurgitate it. Now, personally, I, I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> but if you're wanting to make money from a Again, if your customers are hanging out and if you genuinely are in it to make money because YouTube does pay and you're in it for the long term, YouTube is a very long-term strategy. It's not short-term. I don't think that you're going to blow up overnight. Mm. On YouTube, you've got to have really good content. Correct me if I'm wrong, Adrian, because you're doing yeah. YouTube at the moment. Yeah. It's, it's slow. It's slow growth, right? Yeah, it is. Did you say it's that? Slow. It's slow, slower it's than other platforms? Cool. With shorts, because they're um, yes. shorts is being pushed really hard, it, it's not as slow as in the past because yes. you know there was a content that gave me seventeen thousand followers in three yes. days. Yes. So, um, but if you don't blow up, it is a slow growth. 
It yes. is it is a hustle. Yeah. Which brings me to my next point, which is new features. Doesn't matter what app or what social media, whichever playground you're playing out. Whenever there's a new feature, use it. So Reels, for example, yeah. when it was new, use it. The invite collaborator feature, when it was new, we still use it. Yes. Use it. So whenever, so you used it last talk. night. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> and then, um, so, um, I just thought of something just off left of field. I was like, yeah, we, we did this last night. Yeah, we did. Oh, no, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. The collaborator. The collaborator. <laughs> Adrian, would you add liquor? <laughs> <laughs> um, so always be using the new features. Doesn't matter what playground. When I say playground, I'm talking about social media. Uh, social media. Because your future is what you're building now is the education platform, right? Mm. And I can safely say (laughs) that from learning so much from Rita, oh gosh, anyone who's signed up to it, you're going to be learning so much. You're going to be starting making dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Make the money, honey. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really making money. The point is valuing oneself i think is that you know why would you want to do everything free and giving your platform to people where you're sacrificing your time exactly what you said right your time is only 24 hour a day you can't split it any other way or you can't uh, you know increase it so i think that's the biggest take on to your education that you gave me and josh is that you know it's it's you need to value yourself you can't just be you know doing things everything for free Hundred percent, and having structure. So even though you you want to be like having that, you need to have clarity. So what I didn't like when I first started to do this, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I I really had to learn, educate, because um, you know education will always provide the highest return on investment. You know, mm-hmm. but you got to implement. So it's really important to have structure and understand and learn. You won't know how to build or grow your income, your growth, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Having clarity and learning, um, it's really important to get you to where you want to be. very true. That is very true. And when you're, like, coming up with these, um, I guess, courses and structure in terms of your academy, Rita, are there any, besides what you mentioned before, any kind of really important details that, people should know that they don't know that they can't find in a Google search or a short YouTube clip because you, you, you two have both been in the trenches, like in the dirt and yes. you know, you know, you've been able to build something very substantial kind of any, anything that people don't really know or, you know, creators don't really say. Yes. So it can be very overwhelming at times, yes. um, extremely overwhelming. And you're like, man, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. All these bits of information. And I was taught this and I still stick to it. When you're feeling that way, write down three things that you just want, that you think is the most priority to complete. Just three things in the day, you know, three things in a day. That's it. Just mark off three things. So as long as you're doing three things that is going to help you be productive to get you to your next step, do that. That I think helps you because everyone's like, oh, you've got to be creating content. You've got to be doing this. Oh, you've got to do a blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, I don't, I'm, whoa, so overwhelmed and yeah. keep it simple. So if you're not understanding it, then how the hell do you expect someone else to understand it? So I. Um, 
finds it very difficult learning stuff. And when someone, like a teacher was trying to teach me something, I'm like, I felt so dumb trying to understand what is it that you're teaching me? I don't know what you're saying and it's in English and I still don't understand you. So whatever you're doing, you communicate your product, your service, whatever, that a three-year-old needs to understand. Yeah. And it doesn't stop overcomplicating it. You need to keep it so simple, so stupidly simple. That's how you get the best results because it's like a no-brainer. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Bang, I'll buy this. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'll learn from this. Well, I'll be, you know, simple, stupid. Keep it simple. Keep shit simple. But I think it's so true when you were saying the, it's like in my brain, it's always like that. <laughs> but I, I think it's, I'm so blessed that I've got another person helping me, right? Or, or doing it with me, I should say. Yes. Um, I think if you are a, a lone content creator, the reason why I think the education, some type of education about structure and about knowing that kind of, you know, having to deal with anxiety, like what, what Rita was saying is just dealing with anxiety, really. Um, like, you know, that really helps to kind of move yourself to the next step because when you're alone, there's no one helping you. You literally got no one but yourself to do it. <laughs> you literally, yes. you have That's to, re- you, need, you need that tool. You need to be reminded of those tools or else you're just going to give up. Yes. I think the biggest enemy of content creator is giving up. Like yes. I'm just not doing it because it's too difficult. Yes. Like that's and yeah. burnout, right? You get yeah. you're doing, 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 and you're still not where you're wanting to be. And it's like you get burnt out. Yeah. You know, so th- the three rule, the three thing rule, just do three things and that's it. It'll help you get closer to where you need to be. And talking about the academy. So with that, like that is a massive project in itself, right? So we filmed the course and then Instagram did all these different updates. I'm like, oh, here we go. I have to redo the whole course. Um, So I'm like, oh, but I'm not going to get like annoyed at that. I'm like, I learned from it. Okay, so social media is always going to be an ever-changing landscape, but how do I still do mentorship or like something but, you know, that is right now that's relevant right now so I'm like oh maybe I'll do events and I love people you know so and I froth off like you know actual real energy rather than talking to a camera yeah talking to yourself like (laughs) So, so I would love to do like educational but on like on a like seminar kind of yeah on the work like on a big like big scale babe like we're talking you know what's that you know, I don't know, what's that? Like a TEDx. Like, yeah, like a TEDx, yeah, even bigger, but fun. Because I find those things so boring sometimes. Like, oh, let me get out of here. It's like going to a library. It's so boring. You know, I want it to be fun, you know? I think yeah. I think if it's, I think the fact that the the point of topic is social media, it's already not going to be boring. boring yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone just wants to know the golden ticket. Everybody. Like, <laughs> I think at the end of the day, the course will provide you guidance to the golden tickets, but mm. you gotta be you gotta find your own X factor really to, to get factor. the golden ticket. Like, <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta find, you gotta find your own stuff. Yeah, and, and to Adrian's point, like I'm sure you know he's you've alluded to it before in our previous podcast, like people come up to him all the time and the question is, you know, how do I find my niche? So Rita, what would your answer be? Like how do I find my place. Yeah. Like you got to like it. Do you yeah. like what you're doing? You just have to, like, I 
love food. I love social media. So I combine those two. I didn't figure it out overnight. It took me mm-hmm. years, years of mistakes, years of like money going down the drain, you know? Yeah. Like, so just do what you love and then everything else follow. If you're doing this for money, walk the other way, babes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not so doing this for money at, no, in the beginning, that, especially, that, you know? Yeah. So Actually, this is coming back a little bit tr- yeah. backtracking. I'm curious as to when did you hire your first Staff employee yes um i think it was in 2019 that's oh, wow. when so it took you four years um to establish yes. the phone first yes because i didn't know so 2018 is when i quit my job in corporate finance i threw a big ass burger party i fed everyone burgers <laughs> put bur- you know candles on the burgers i was like i quit my job and then it turns out someone on centrelink would earn more money than i was like you know it was not easy i went from earning freaking amazing ink like amazing you know salary to yeah. i was like man i would be better off on the doll yeah. um so and i invested i believe i believed in myself yeah that takes time and lots of learning and um so you know i really didn't I was poor, <laughs> yeah. I was like, but I still believe in my dream. And I just, um, I didn't give up. I believed that I could achieve. So there's such an inspiration to where it is now. Yeah. And, and like day to day, you know, a, a lot of people, you mentioned that you wake up at three in the morning. Like what, is that a typical day for you? What does the rest of the day look like? What does your calendar look like? Yeah, so crazy. So the reason why I wake up so early is because that's when I'm the most productive. Mm. So my routine is I wake up, I have to have a shower. It's one of the first things that I do apart from looking at my phone first. And then (laughs) I have to go and get my coffee because I um, go to McDonald's. That's the only place that's open at those early hours. I've become friends with the people that, you know, that are at McDonald's. I love them. And um, I start my day and it's like dead, like the bats are still out. Um, But I'm the most productive because I don't have anybody distracting me or clients asking me questions or, you know, the team that want guidance. And when you scale or grow in such a short period of time, it's really important to have systems and organization in process mm-hmm. otherwise um you cannot it's really difficult to scale everybody it, you, everything will be every everywhere so it's really important to have so that's where my time is invested at the moment systems no. and processes and automation wow that's and and do you see your company growing like continuously like is there a cap to to where you see things there what's your no vision cap. no yeah. cap I am going to be the best. I don't even know what it is. I'm just going to be the best businesswoman that's mm-hmm. ever existed. And I'm going to get there. It's yeah. just, it's just a there. journey to yeah. get there. <laughs> you're, no, you're there, but you just, like, you just keep climbing yeah. new heights. Just yeah. Keep, yeah. I really just, I want to prove it to myself that I can do this. Yeah. And There's, I, and how many restaurants are there in Sydney? There's thousands. Like, not hundreds. just Sydney internationally i don't i'm like start local think global and have you always been this way like even as a kid like you had that question in my blood in my dna so when i um was 14 it's like the legal age to go out and get a job i was like 
I'm going to go out and get a job. So I had no resume. I was just handing out my like notepad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, will you hire me? And a hairdresser, a hair salon um, hired mm-hmm. me. But then yeah. when I got into hairdressing, I was like, I'm going to be the best hairdresser there is. And then when I got into, you know, um, business development and finance, I was like, I'm going to be the best sale, like the, oh, it was a BDM. So the role was yeah. BDM. I'm going to be the best and, you know, highest ranking there was. And so, yeah. I just have to be the best at everything that I do. Insane. Insane. And do you have any advice for, I guess, Adrian now that he's here? Mm. I mean, what would your kind of words be for his trajectory and then also words of advice for people who are listening and just starting out? The question would be, well, with advice, what is it that you're wanting to seek? Mm. So what is it? That you're for anyone to give advice what is it that you're wanting to seek and you have the answers within right so why mm. are you doing this first and foremost why why i really wanted to figure out the why why are you really really doing this yeah so figure out your why first because that's mm. important because that's the why is what's going to fuel you to continuously be persistent and get through the hard yards yeah so um, my dad, yeah, so mm. start with your why and let that fuel you. I think because for me, the why is definitely what fuels me because the why is I just want to provide interesting content, not necessarily food, as you know, I could I do yeah. more than just food these days. Yeah. Just anything that is informative, interesting, whether it be events, food, hacks, uh, whatever, products, whatever, as long as it makes me, sorry. So I was going to say one more thing, but I don't want to cut you off. No, 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 no. Say it, say it. What was it? I was going to say, but then why? So you yeah. ask yourself again, why do you like creating content? Why? What? And then, and then from that question, you go, but why? Because that's you're like, oh yeah, I like to create I'm content, backing. but then why is it? Because yeah. I'm like, oh, because I'm gaining followers, or is it because it's serving a purpose, or because I'm helping? But then it's like, mm. but then why are you doing that? So then once you figure, like, it's deep down within you. Yeah. Right. Once you figure so, it out, what happened? Once yeah. you figure it out, um, rocket fuel. <laughs> <laughs> once I got it, it's just like that's what, like that. You know, that's why I wake up at three a.m. All right, you, mm. like how else can I? Am I actually going to wake up? It's physically yeah. really hard to wake up at three or four. Mm. You know, the, I'm like, no, I am that determined to be so successful, and it's just within. And actually, yeah, you're right. Because now that I think about it, sometimes I know why. And my why, as I said earlier, was because I want to make contents that make, make people like, wow, that's interesting. But then sometimes as a content creator, you forget. And then when you make the content, because you're just on autopilot, that you just yeah. be making, 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 making. So yeah. like, why am I doing this again? And then yeah. it's a good question to ask. And then that way, the content would just be fresh and exactly why you want it. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, good point. So that would be my advice. Start with your why. Oh, and do you have your why sorted? Yes, I think it's... Um, uh, World it's, domination. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um, it's deep down from, I think, just childhood for me. Yeah. Like it's really, really deep. Um, and um, 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 yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'll tell you, but... Maybe we we don't have to. Yeah, I, I mean, I it it seems like Rita that you really are just full of passion, full of energy. You're just so 
positivity. Positivity and helping others as well, just even spreading it to your academy and, you know, we'll, you know, give all the information that anyone needs listening yeah. about your academy. Well, we'll, keep it, we'll, well, if it's posted and the academy's not ready yet, we'll update it. it, when it does, I'll, gonna... I'll tell you now, babe, it yeah. ain't ready. But I do have a, like my next, so after we do the Lick Your Phone Awards Festival, which is yeah. soon, um, then I want to, for next year, I'm like, ooh, can we do like an event? So maybe it might yeah. be like an an educational event but a fun one you know yeah, yeah. oh everything it's we nice. do is always fun <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah is there anything else or did i cover everything no you it's covered everything. everything thank you so much i mean you were absolutely just a brilliant brilliant guest oh learning thank i'm you. sure yeah. i was gonna learn so much oh it just really is a blessing to have you you know kind of on board and, and chatting with us yeah. i just feel like it really helps people. Just having yeah. people with not a voice, you know, not your traditional people that you see like on mainstream media, just being able to reach out to so many other people and yeah. to touch so many other people. My one last thing, if I may, and this is what really um, got me, is, you know, when you read the mail um, or like, you know, you're like, oh, this person made $30 million, this person yeah. 20 million, blah, blah, blah. And that really gutted me because I'm like, I'm not there yet. Or I'm like, yeah. I'm not. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is so hard. And I don't have patience. Don't get distracted by the noise. Don't mm. let it just like literally like it block by. Constantly stick to your lane. Stick to your why and your vision. You'll mm. get to your goals. Work towards them. Don't let that dishearten you. Good point. Yeah. That's a great ending point to this. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Rita. We'll Thank chat you so to you. much. We'll, we'll chat to you soon. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Amazing. Bye. 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 bye, bye.